How you doing, Ignite City Church? Hey, I wanted to share a, a little bit from Leviticus 19, something that stood out to me. Um, and I actually highlighted every time I saw it, Exodus, uh, I'm sorry, Leviticus 19, 20, 21. Um, and so this would have been from a few days ago. Um, but how often you see this phrase, uh, I am the Lord, or I am the Lord your God. And almost every single time it's connected to our obedience to God. So you see it here in chapter 19, verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy for I am the Lord your God. I'm sorry, for I the Lord your God am holy. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Verse 4. Do not, do not turn to idols or make for yourselves any gods of cast metal. I am the Lord your God. Uh, our call to care for the poor, uh, where he says, I don't want you to reap. Uh, when you reap your harvest, don't go right to the edge of the field. Uh, don't go back and regather gleanings from your harvest. You're supposed to leave it for the poor. And the reason behind it, I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord. I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord. It's over and over and over, especially chapter 19. Uh, chapter 20, it's it's mentioned a few times. Chapter 21, it's mentioned a few times. But chapter 19, it is over and over. And here's what hit me. I think about how often uh, I've heard it preached, how often I've been guilty in the past of preaching that if we obey, um, God will be blessed. And it's true. There is blessing. However, I do not believe that us getting stuff from God should be the primary motivation for why it is that we obey God. You don't see that mentioned here. There are times um, that you'll see God, he'll give a promise for our obedience. Um, let me turn back to, I think in Exodus chapter 20, when he's when he's given the Ten Commandments to, to Moses, let me find it. Um, and he's talking about, he's talking about children and obeying their parents. Um, on your father and other, uh, verse 12, chapter 20, on your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. I think even Paul references this when he, he mentions, hey, uh, children obey your parents and the Lord, for this is the first commandment with a promise. Uh, guys, there's blessing that comes from obeying God. However, if all that we're doing is doing things for God in order to get things from God, that seems a little bit like we're bartering with them or we're just using him. The ultimate, my conviction, according to, what I've been reading here, uh, and just throughout scripture, but my conviction uh, is this, that the motivation behind why we obey God is because he's God. It, whether or not he blesses us with anything else because of our obedience, it shouldn't matter. Whether he blesses us with anything else, period, it shouldn't matter. God deserves our obedience simply because he is the Lord. And I think we need to remember that as we continue to move forward in our walk with Jesus. And someone's sitting there and go, well, that just sounds like God is saying, because I told you so. It is. Uh, I know that maybe for some, uh, and we've, I mean, my parents joked about it. I've joked about it with my, with my kids. But there's also been times where they were kind of serious. And I was kind of serious. Where I've given instruction to my boys on what it is that I want them to do. And I didn't give them any reason. And I just expected it to be done. But the motivation behind my heart was not just do it because I'm dad. The motivation is, I want you to just do this. Yes, I am your dad, but because I love you. And I want I want the best for you. 
Friends, if we look at the commandments of God as his restrictions instead of as his grace and his care and his concern for us, we'll always feel like he's putting it, like we're being put out by having to obey him. So I have to obey God because he's God instead of going, wait, he's the Lord of my God. I mean, I think that's why it's so important back in verse three, when he says, I am the Lord, your God, uh, Verse verse four, I am the Lord your God. There's relationship. Even in the name Lord or Yahweh is this idea, is it, it pushes this idea of the covenant relationship of God, that God is a covenant relational being. He's a covenant relation or covenant relation making God. And so once we look at the commandments of God and make the pure motivation of our hearts to simply be the fact that he's God, then the blessings that he desires to give are gifts and not entitlements. We, we just accept it. It's his mercy and his grace. Friends, we can't appreciate the mercy and grace of God if we live in entitlement. And so when I was reading through them, I'm just seeing over and over how often it's saying, I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. It's almost like every time he gave a commandment or a few, uh, like a section of commandments, he ended it with, I am the Lord. I am the Lord your God. And that should end the argument. He is simply God. And whatever he desires to do as we obey, that's up to him. And we receive it as a merciful and gracious gift rather than an entitlement that we feel like we deserve that comes from a heart of pride. So friends, I hope this is a challenge for you. It was for me. And it was a good reminder. God deserves my obedience simply because he's God. But he deserves my obedience simply because he's God. And that God, our God, loves us and gives us commandments. Now, of course, God, Jesus came as the fulfillment of the law. We look through the Old Testament and we know that there are laws that that were specifically for Israel. There were ceremonial laws. uh, There were civil laws. um, And so we want to remember those. There were sacrificial laws. We want to remember that God was giving the people of Israel specific instructions and commandments. And so then we, we look in the New Testament, okay, so help me apply, God, your commandments to me correctly. And that's why we need to become students of the word. We need to know, okay, so what is it that you're calling us to do as followers of Jesus? Look at the principles of the Old Testament and see how they're repeated in the New, or which ones are repeated and which ones God fulfilled, and which ones were civil laws that were specifically for Israel. All in all, guys, the application for us, God deserves our obedience simply because he's God. Nothing else. So friends, love you guys more than you know. We'll talk soon.